right. Well, I want to give you some information, and uh, we'll see. It's go up to about quarter till, so we'll be we'll do our best here. We really will. Sheep that are behaving normally are content and alert. They have good appetites and bright eyes. They are gregarious animals, which contributes to their flocking nature. A group of lambs will run and romp and climb for hours when they are healthy and happy. Then they'll fall asleep so deeply that you, you may think they're dead. Is that, isn't there something like they fall asleep as a dead man or dead sheep or something? There is a difference between healthy sheep and distressed ones. Now we all know that makes sense, doesn't it? The difference is determined by the quality of shepherding and the nature of the shepherd. The Bible is populated by millions of sheep. On one occasion, the Jews seized 650,000 sheep from the Mennonites. Wonder who counted them. What happens if you got messed up at 23,678? Start again. I just have to imagine without doing much looking up at this, that they had to have even so many, you know, thousand or something. And I mean, one, two, yeah. A Syrian king took 800,000 from his enemy's land. That must have felt good, huh? King Ahab demanded 100,000 rams as tribute from the king of Moab. At the dedication of the temple in Jerusalem, King Solomon offered 120,000 sheep as sacrifices. Can you imagine that day? 120,000 sheep as sacrifice? Nah. Next. Here's the thought for you. David went from shepherding to be a king. Our Lord and King of Kings came from heaven to be a shepherd. Wow. What do you think of that? You're talking about being in, becoming somebody, a shepherd who was out there with the sheep, loving on a sheep, had sheep names. Do you love it? There's old Sally Sheep, and there's old, you know, <laughs> Billy Bob, and whatever, you know. There's old Rascal, and, and you know who you are, pain in the rear end, or whatever. <laughs> and I imagine that uh, David, with his, uh, you know, harp, must have had some Cheap songs. Maybe he was a lullaby guy, huh? And and that he sang to his sheep. See, he knew his sheep so well, not only did he have names, but they knew his voice. And so he he knew when they were in trouble and what he would do to keep them safe. That's why he when he had when he had to fight Goliath, he, he just didn't get his little certificate in shepherding that day and was like, I can do it. <coughs> he had been in the pasture a while. 
And when he said that he could, you know, took care of lions and bears with his bare hands, be the man. And how he had spent time out in the dark and with uh, the stars and black skies and how he, you know, he didn't have a fellow shepherd, it was him. But he knew each. And so he already had been in preparation because he had been doing the work. So when he came to the time to beat Goliath, see, he and he, and, the, and he had made fun of his God, it was on because he knew who his shepherd was. And so I want to give you some introductions here. I want to talk this morning. I'll tell you, I was writing things every year. Oh, yeah. I want to look at the Lord. We're going to talk about this for a while, too. We have it so ingrained. Probably we're only going to be able to look at the Lord this morning in the show. But, you know, the Lord our God, his name is Yahweh. This is the personal name of God as he made himself known to the people of Israel. It comes from the Hebrew word meaning to be. It's to be or I am. I am. Exodus 3, when God had earlier appeared to another shepherd, um, he was a people's shepherd. Moses, you talking about having some sheep, two and a half to three million sheep? who all wanted to go their own ways and never liked anything, etc., etc. When he was in the burning bush, when God, when Moses asked God his name, the answer was, I am that I am. Now that's, do you kind of, are you getting that? I mean, I would be like, I am, but I am. I am that I am. There is no other. I'm it. I am. Now, right there, as we read our book, is there is the book of the Bible, the Word of God. Do we need to come up with? Do, why does anybody? Why did, we, did God say I am? But there will be others. Do you say any of that? You say there'll be money, people that you but I'm the number uno. He didn't say it. If he didn't say it, why do we believe in it? If I tell you this, grass is green and you go, but it's really purple. It's green. Why can't we just believe it's green? <coughs> to the Hebrews, this name was so sacred to speak that they substituted the term Adonim. Adonai. Adonai. Which means the Lord. Many of the older books um, on Psalm 23 was the term Jehovah Raphi, which is means the Lord my shepherd. It's another one of God's names. When the religious Jews were, are writing the word name God, it's so holy to them that they can't even write out G-O-D. They write G 
dash D. That's referencing that they think that God is so great that they aren't even good enough to write his name out. Now, what about the people who decide to say some things about God's name and use it in vain? You're talking about ouch. They can't even write it, the religious ones. They can't even write it or say it, and we just, just say whatever we want to say. It kills me how people say, even they'll go, oh, Jesus. And they're not meaning, oh, Jesus. Or we say the GD word. Or we use God's name in vain, or we're funny about God, or funny about this. If I was God, I'd get that far down out. Boom, boom, boom. So who is God to us? How holy is he? I want to read you a couple of things that were so, so awesome to me. We need a God of justice for a universe without moral foundation is a catastrophe. We need a God of love for we're all sinners. We need an omnipotent God because it's critical for all things to work together for you. We need an omnipresent God for even one moment without him is disaster. Because we try it all the time, don't we? We need an omniscient God because our wisdom is deficient and We need a God of resurrection for we long for permanent reunions. We need a God who is eternal for we have eternity in our hearts. We need exactly the kind of God the Bible describes as our shepherd. Jehovah Rafi. The title Adoma. Adonai. I'm never going to get it. How about if I say it? You say it. The Just title? Say it. Adonai. Adonai. Later became the Greek God word employed by New Testament. Remember in the movie The Passion how they called him that? That's why the Apostle Paul, for example, frequently spoke of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ as the New Testament writers alluded to the Trinity. I want to us understanding in closing. We will continue. Who this shepherd really is. And why is it that I need a shepherd? And isn't it great that King David, a ruddy boy who started out as a shepherd in the field and became King David and understood about the job of shepherding. And remember that as we talked about at Christmas time, that the shepherds were lonely and they were looked at at the low class of the low class. And they, and they were nobody, and they were, the, they were looked at in society as riffraff, 
the icky. But yet they were responsible for the sacrificial lambs. Isn't that amazing? The person who is giving you what you need to do the sacrifice to God, and you're looking at them without them and without their sheep, you can't do your part, Mr. Priestley. But he looked at them like they were nothing. And isn't it amazing that it was the shepherds, the first to see the Christ child? I like that. So, when, so God came to the lowly. And so as a shepherd, God the Father, who was so great, who the I am, who spoke the world into existence, came to be a shepherd. Because he knew we would need to be shepherds. And I hated that we, we didn't start out the way we were supposed to start out. That we were supposed to walk with God every day in the cool of the night, and feel his presence. And, and God, see, God then, he, he showed himself to Adam and Eve. They saw God. Later on, nobody saw God. Moses just was able to see his back. No one was great enough to see God until we got someday. But he wanted us to, to, to walk with him and talk with him. And, and, and it was going to be a great place to live. And everything was going to be so great every day, every day, and every day. And, and, and we goofed up from the very beginning. Which could have been you or I. I can't be too mad at Adam and Eve, even though I do want to hurt them a little. But it could have been I, because I have messed up before and didn't do what God asked me to do no matter the consequences. And so God had to come because we don't always do things right, do we? And we don't always react right. And, and isn't it amazing that we started out supposed to be like here, and all of a sudden we got more so and more so and more so and more so and more so away from God that we now decide who God is and we decide what the rules are and we decide, I mean, we're just, we just have decided everything. Tiffany was reading, doing her schoolwork and reading me a, a chapter about how some of the early fathers how they were making decisions for the people in the church. Crazy stuff. So it didn't just start yesterday. We've been goofing up a long time. Well, since happening. And so it got worse and it got worse. And then all of a sudden, look here at this generation where we just know everything. And we're deciding there's all these ways to, to heaven. And, you know, we're all going to heaven. And there's all these ways and all these gods and all this stuff. And we just don't need God. In China, you cannot be a Christian at all. Your faith is in not in this Christian baloney, baloney stuff. It is in the, is the, your faith is in their country and their leader. So severe that they're so underground that they there is no you know no you don't talk about it you don't. Mm -mm. We're so blessed 
So it's gotten to the place that God isn't wanted. And we've fallen into a lot of traps ourselves, let's be honest, of not following the shepherd. Me, I have 100,000 trillion times. One places I shouldn't, said things I shouldn't have, didn't read my Bible, didn't have a relationship with God, didn't do all kinds of stuff. Some extent we're very low, some extent low. So we're just not the Israelites who messed up, it's you and I. So we need a shepherd. But when I know who my really my shepherd is, sometimes I think it's like I don't really know who God is. And I'm gonna be spot on honest with you, and I'm closing. There's been times in my life I didn't know God saw me. I didn't know God really knew about my situation. This is very honest. Because I know God can do anything a lot of times because my people didn't live. I'm not talking about the older ones. The younger ones didn't make it. That I thought sometimes God did some things and sometimes he didn't. I didn't know why he didn't. So I've had questions about God. And, and did he care? And was he going to help me? And, what, and did he care? And did he see me? And did all this? And so many times I forgot about all the things God did for me. My last catastrophe. Because a new catastrophe came. And it was like I forgot about how he saw me through the last one. So I've had to work my own way through understanding who he really and I said this to that young man yesterday as a pastor of the church. I go, sometimes I just don't know if God's going to do it for me or not. And he probably thought, oh my gosh. But that's just being honest, isn't it? And I know what he can do. And I know who he is. I really do. I know who he is. But sometimes I've got to get that really inside of me. I'm talking about and so then I, uh, like this morning, I got up and I was really like, yippee kaye kaye And I was thinking, God is going to help us. God is going to be there. So we're going to keep on understanding who God is. He is to be honored in the Lord. He deserves our praise. He made you. He made all this. You did nothing. Sorry. You might have made the money for your beautiful couch. Johnny Depp seems to be buying $7,000 couches. I got this whole thing on Johnny Depp. He's got a big problem with money now. <laughs> <laughs> I get odd read things at night. <laughs> for his daughter, who already has enough money, she could have bought her own $7,000 couch. enough about you and me that he wants us to be in fellowship with him. Relationship. See, I like it when I'm close with somebody and they're my bestie and, and, and they know me and they love me and they're there when I need them. Jerry came to my house yesterday. I came home from puppy training which we're the ones who need the training and <laughs> he was already in my driveway and I was like, oh, dearie. 
even though two days ago I was like, ooh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, isn't it great to know that God is the God who is my shepherd? So when we get sick, we call on our shepherd. Because we need someone to take care of us and to direct us and to help us and to show us. And when we get lost and when we get scared and we get, we don't know what to do and blah, 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 right? He's a shepherd. Amen. Amen. So I want you to think about that this week. I'm not like to pray. The Lord has helped us, guided us, brought people into our relationship, brought people 